The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Hello and welcome to John's Media Show, where we talk about media and other stuff. And before I get started, my um, film trivia um, of Curse of Chucky, I'd like to give a shout out to any friends or family that may be tuning in to listen to me today. And for any new listeners that may be tuning in to listen to me today, I'd like to talk to you about how to critique any sort of media. So how to critique any sort of media is based on its entertainment value. A look at the pros and cons. If the pros outweigh the cons, it will get a high rating. If the cons outweigh the pros, it will get a low rating. If it's mediocre, the pros and cons will be about equal. I try and keep my reviews as spoiler free as possible, but in some cases I do need to get into spoiler territory, since it may be a major part in my review. But I'll give you an estimated time of how long we're talking about those spoilers. So if you do not want any spoilers, then hopefully you can turn off the radio um, for about the estimated time so you don't get spoiled. I have two unique rating systems. The first is unique to whatever medium I'm critiquing. So for films, I use popcorns because it's only what you eat when you go to the cinema. For video games, I use video game controllers because that's only what you play video games with. And for TV shows, I use televisions because that's only what you watch TV shows on. The second rating system is, because I'm a film collector, more specifically on Blu-ray, or of digital iTunes HD, I use it as a helpful guide for any other media collectors that may be tuning to listen to me today. So at the bottom we have to skip it. This is where whatever I'm critiquing has no entertainment value whatsoever, not even it's so bad it's good, like Batman and Robin, that you can laugh at how ridiculous some of the top everything is. Rented slash stream it is, for example, if the film is kind of recently in cinemas, and I think it's good, but not good enough for you to warrant your money, time, and potentially fuel, depending on where your local cinema is. And you could wait three or four months for it to come on DVD, Blu-ray, or streaming services such as Disney Plus or Netflix, then I say, rent it slash stream it. Seed Once is also used in the same example where if the film's come on recently in cinemas and I think it's good enough for you to go see it once, but then be done with it, then I say see it once. But the highest honor is obviously to buy it on Blu-ray. This is where what I'm going to has great entertainment value and you never get tired of watching or playing the video game. So now we're heading into Curse of Chucky's Film Trivia. The knife Charles Lee Ray uses during the flashback sequence is the same knife Chucky uses throughout the first Child's Play movie. According to Brad Dorov, he had to wear a wig and massive amounts of makeup to make him look like he did in the original Child's Play movie. 
lighting was also a huge factor. The actress who plays Nika, Fiona Dorif, is the real-life daughter of Brad Dorif, who provides the voice for Chucky. The makers had a practical joke at a bus stop to promote the film. A billboard of the movie's poster would light up, and an actor dressed as Chucky would suddenly burst through the billboard and scare whoever was nearby. Brad Dorf recorded all of his lines in less than a day. This film was shot in 30 days. Don Mancini described this film as his first real horror film as a director, since Cedar Chucky was more of a comedy in his, his eyes. At points during filming, Chucky's face had to be covered with tape because it legitimately scared the actors who played Alice. This is the longest time in the series before Dr- Brad Dorf as Chucky speaks his first line, but it's four, supposedly 44 minutes into the film. With a runtime of 97 minutes, it is the longest film in the series. The film makes references to each of the previous movies, including Tiffany, Jennifer Tilly, the Military Academy, the Kincaids, and the Barclays. Only four of the eight of Chucky's staple scars on Earth in the attic scene that existed from Bride of Chucky. There are three more on his head and one on his right hand. This is the first time since Child's Play 3 to show Chucky communicating with a child. This is the first film in the series to be shot digitally and not on film. This is the first time Chucky tries to possess a female. At the 2013 New York Comic Con celebrating 20 years of Chucky, someone in the audience asked Alex Vinson, who plays um, Andy Barkley, if it was strange to be involved with the franchise again after so long. He just smiled and said, I always knew Chucky would be back for me eventually. The elevator in the house is similar to the one in the apartment complex in the original Child's Play, which is a homage to the original film. Nika's older sister Barb's full name is revealed to be Barbie, like another famous doll, when Nika is calling to her from the bottom of the stairs. This marks the first time that a child does not realize that Chucky is evil. Brad Dorf has said that this is his favorite Chucky movie. Alice is the first girl that Chucky uses and lets, know, lets him know of his secret, as throughout the series, Chucky's only picked, girl, um, picked boys, like Andy or Tyler. When production was first announced, Scott Patterson was strongly rumored to have a role in this film, but nothing ever surfaced. Although Fiona Dorif and Alex Vinson are the same age, Fiona's character is 60 years younger than Alex's, having been born around the time of the beginning of the first film's events. This film was written and directed by Don Mancini, who created the franchise and wrote the first seven films. Since 2007, Don Mancini had wanted to remake 
um, the original Child's Play, with Brad Dorff reprising his role as Chucky. On the DVD commentary of the original movie, he said he wanted to explore and satirize today's toys and marketing, like lead, like lead being exposed in toys. By 2011, Mancini had seen the negative criticism of re- recent remakes of the time, like A Nightmare on Elm Street 2010, led him to realize a f- remake wouldn't satisfy fans in dealing with legal issues to the original movie belonging to MGM, while the rest were by Universal. And it was decided to make a sequel that's also a soft remake of the franchise. Many scenes or ideas he wanted um, for the remake were reused here, like the elevator jump scare being intended for the elderly characters from the original. Nika is the first main character of the franchise to be in a wheelchair. Chucky says to Nika, I'm gonna get you, is similar to the way he said the line in the original movie when he threatened Detective Mike Norris by saying, I'm gonna get you, and I'm gonna get Eddie, no matter what. Chucky states twice in the film that he is an atheist. For the final scene between Chucky and Alice, Summer H. Howell was so scared of the scarred Chucky puppet that the one without the scars had to be used. The scars were later digitally added. During the scene after the credits in Annie's apartment, a photo of Kyle, the woman who helps defeat Chucky from Child's Play 2, can be seen next to a certificate from the military school Annie attended Child's Play 3. And next to that is the original photo of Annie and his mother from the first movie. This marks the return of original protagonist Annie Barclay. Alex Vinson played Andy in Child's Play and Child's Play 2. He was featured in archive footage in um, Child's Play 3 as a child, but portrayed as, an, as a teenager in that film by Justin Whalen. Annie's referenced in the beginning of Brighter Chucky in a newspaper article and referenced in commentary by Chucky in Cedar Chucky. This is the first film in the franchise where Chucky actually wins. He successfully gets revenge on Nika's family, killing almost all of them except Alice and Nika herself, and frames Nika for her for his crimes, causing her to be sent to a mental institution. After Tiffany kills Officer Stanton, she says they never learn. This is a reference to Tiffany's killing of Officer Bailey in Brother Chucky where she slashed his throat with her nail file before she, he could take a peek at Chucky's remains, similarly smuggled from evidence. The original um, rated film version of the film, which also serves as a TV edition, marks the only time in the entire series that Chucky's alive at the end of the movie. In all previous films, Chucky was always dispatched by his adversaries in the finale. However, the unrated cut includes an extra scene after the credits. In the post-credits scene, which is set six months after the canonical ending, the events are retconned and the tradition is maintained. Before her death, Sarah was known was shown to be a painter, mostly painted sunflowers. Unknown to her daughters, they represent a traumatic memory. 
During her abduction by Charles, she was surrounded by many sunflowers that he had gotten for her. This movie has several moments to pay homage to the original Child's Play film. One being that when Nika um, cuts his head off, Chucky's body reassembles himself and begins to attack again. Also, the final scenes with Chucky and Alice, the scene with the police officer and Tiffany, etc. Although Tiffany goes along with Chucky's scheme to kill Sarah and stalk the Pierce family, it is never really established if she knew of Chucky's infatuation slash obsession. Annie shoots Chucky with a 12-gauge Remington 870 pump-action shotgun. This film features the first lesbian couple in the franchise, and the third film to have LGBTQ plus characters and or themes. The expression of shock and horror on Sarah's face following her death indicate that Chucky revealed to Sarah that he was in fact Charles Lee Ray, whom she um, believed to be dead. I'm John Scott, this is John's Media Show on Fish FM, and we're heading into a music break. And I'll see you after the break. The snow glows white on the mountain tonight, not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation And it looks like I'm the queen The wind is howling like this swirling storm inside Couldn't keep it in, heaven knows I tried Don't let them in, don't let them see Be the good girl you always have to be Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know Well now they know Let it go, let it go Can't hold it back anymore Let it go, let it go It's funny how some distance makes everything seem small And the fears that once controlled me can't get to me at all It's time to see what I can do to test the limits and break through No light, no road, no rules for me
bothered me anyway And that was Let It Go by Idea Menzel from the soundtrack of Frozen. If we ever needed magic, we could use it now. And if spells and wands won't work, we'll find a way somehow. Can we find some new power? If we ever needed magic, this would be the day. Can we find the way? Stick to the sky above We fly 
and that was Love Power by I-D-A-I-D-I-N-A Menzel from the soundtrack of Disenchanted.
And that was Man of Steel, Hans's original sketchbook, composed by Hans Zimmer from the film score of Man of Steel.
And that was Flight, composed by Hans Zimmer, from the film score of Man of Steel. Welcome back to John's Media Show, we're talk about media and other stuff. Now, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this session today, but I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to listen to me today, because otherwise you've just been in a room filled with computers, a control panel, speaking into a microphone, all on myself. If you'd like me to critique anything, please go to freshfm.net. We can go to our Facebook page and leave me a post via the visitors' posts with your recommendation and the hashtag John's Media Show. If I pick a recommendation, I'll give a shout out to whoever did so. I hope everyone is having a great day. I wish you all a Merry Christmas and New Year. I'm John Scott, this is John's Menu Show on Fish FM, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.